Okay, I'm recording now. I'm recording too. What a sheet, what a okay. sheet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Heather Anderson. Alan loves his podcast. <laughs> That's right, uh, fellas. It's season five, episode eight, Boy Scouts in the Hood, with me, Heather Anderson. And right over there is your other host, Alan Irwin. Ooh. Wearing a shirt. As is no shirt, no shoes, no podcast, baby. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting on. For anybody this. who's listened to this podcast for the first time, I want to be clear that I normally do this bit, but Heather's doing something. I don't know what this is, but <laughs> I'm making it work, baby. Oh, is it? Is it stressing you out that you don't have control? Yeah, I guess. It is a bit. <laughs> so yeah, I just do. A, a I just do a director's cut that has me in the host room. <laughs> This is a bonus episode uh, where we're talking about an episode that's good and not from season 14. It's season 5, episode 8, Boy Scouts in the Hood. And why did you choose it, Alan Irwin? Because I re- I, so I was between this and a couple of other episodes for my like classic episode, Joyce. And then I, I watched this back and I was like, there's so many great quotable things. You had a lot of memes and stuff that I forgot were from this episode, so I just had to pick it. I love it so much. So do I. Whenever I was rewatching it, it's one of those ones. For some reason, I always convince myself that I don't like the episode. I don't know. I don't know who I think I am. I think it's the title of it, because the actual like boys in the hoods. I watched it with like a gross boy. <laughs> And I think that the titles <laughs> just kind of thrown me off. But every time I watch it, I'm like, you know what? This is fucking golden. It's great. There's so much. Oh, it's just really. Mwah. I mean, we'll get into it, like, but it's. We will oh. indeed. So, is this the point where you want me to synopsisize? Um, yeah. I mean, this is normally where we do it, and I would love, as yeah. someone who has never seen this episode, I for one would love a synopsis. I'm so glad I'm here. I'm here to impart knowledge and the the narrative of the Simpsons, as they say. Uh, <laughs> so wait, I'm going to do my best impression of you doing the synopsis. Oh fuck off! So <laughs> What's that season be? five, episode eight, boys in the hood. We start off with Bart and Millhouse, and they go on a squishy bender, and then they wake up and Bart's all, "I caramba, I'm in the Scouts," and then. Havoc ensues, baby. They go on a father-son boat trip, and uh, it's a tale to tell. <laughs> that was your impression. I'm of trying me? my best. I promise, I'm not taking the piss. I am trying my best. No, I know. I know you're not. But that—that's your impression of me. I'm not good at impressions. Clearly, fucking not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, fine. Yeah, fine. That's all right. Yeah, that was a good synopsis. I mean, you got the plot in there. Of a sort. Your eyes tell a different uh, reaction story, Alan. Do they? Do they, Heather? Is this, is this, is this, is this the, you have a real Millhouse taking his glasses off energy with your small ass eyes. Hey, Alan. Yeah? What did you think of this episode? I thought it was even better than I remembered it being. Like, What's I What's your favourite bit? Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh, no. It's hard to look back just the whole scene of... Sorry, it's hard to look past the whole scene of um, the in in the raft slowly going mad with the rations and the, the seagull and the, the plane and oh yeah, I mean we'll we'll go into full detail. But what did you think of it, Heather? I really really love this episode. 
I think my favourite bit um I think my favourite bit is the um all of the knife in the you know the hey knives are really cool parts because <laughs> knives are fucking class <laughs> are you a knife fan did you ever own a knife I've never owned it. Well, I've owned like butter knives and stuff, and uh, for the listeners, <laughs> that's not what I meant. No, I know, but I was going to tell a tale, and then you laughed oh, at go. me and threw me off course. Um, Sorry, tell, uh, tell for the tale. listeners. I've uh, I've moved into a new flat, so it's only been we've been here for like nine days now, and it's only recently we got knives that work. So um, I've become quite quite the uh, the skilled person at deseeding a bell pepper with a butter knife and a spoon. <laughs> What I will That's say a as well, you're so skill, right? you're so you're so newly moved in that like you're currently standing up doing this podcast because you don't have a desk or a chair, which yeah, it gives you a weird nervous energy. I know, I feel really. I mean, exposed. that is the whole, as we know it in the business, the Heather Anderson energy. I mean, yeah. Would you have me any other way? Probably <laughs> things would go yeah. a lot smoother. Mm. Mm. Should um, I answer that truthfully? Mm. I know the truth. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you want to go through the episode in more detail, my sweet? Yes, let's do it. Let's do okay. it right now. So, we start off with a couch gag, and it's that there's little floating eyes, and then they pop their heads into them. Yep. Which That's I really, the, really like. The noise liked. that makes is very satisfying. It's extremely satisfying. Kind of makes you want to try it yourself, doesn't it? <laughs> if you say so (laughs) that's a no then so we start off in the arcade and Martin Prince is playing my dinner with Andre (laughs) which is very very funny uh, with game options such as tell me more truncheant insight and bon mot (laughs) (laughs) that's a nice little intro that's a funny one right mm-hmm. from the start. So then we go over to Bart and he is playing a game uh, of a fighting thing. But then George Bush Sr. shows up and says uh, winners don't use drugs and starts laughing while kicking him going, eh, eh, I eh. also like the giant going, no es bueno. bueno. <laughs> so then they get thrown out by the greasy teen because Bart makes the fatal mistake of saying he's out of money. Which then we cut to Homer who's on the sofa. Mm-hmm. Now, this is actually, I think this is my tip-top favourite part of this whole season, to be honest. Right. Like, this is a real chef's kiss scene for me, um, where Homer is trying to figure out which one of his old favourite things to read. So he picks up the roasted peanuts <laughs> and starts reading the ingredients list. So then gets the last peanut, marges away out to go get dinner stuff. And um, oh, that's a nice moment where she's like, um, "I'm going out to get something for dinner. Steak? We don't have the money for steak. Steak? Oh, <laughs> right, steak! I love him." So then uh, Homer tries to eat the last honey roasted peanut by throwing it into his mouth, but misses, so it goes under the couch. And then he goes, "Oh no, something's wrong." You know, feeling underneath the couch to try and find it, and goes, "Ah, pointy, ooh, sliming, oh, moving, ah, oh, twenty dollars." Which I have a question about this for you: What is the best thing to encounter under a sofa? Something pointy, something slimy, or something moving? Pointy. I hate slimy things, and I hate the notion that something might be alive. On now, sometimes my puppy, uh, he gets in under the armchair. And we'll just look at us and bark a wee bit. Um, so that's something moving that's sweet. But other than that, I don't want. I mean, what would you say? I would have said slimy because pointy, like you could end up having to get like a tetanus injection. Absolutely. So then we have the classic line of, oh, $20. $20 can buy many peanuts. 
explain money can be exchanged for goods and services so then he goes on a little run to try and get more peanut slips and the money flippity floats through the window and where does it land alan well i'm gonna tell you where it lands it lands at the little paws of barton millhouse well in the mid 90s i'd say 20 dollars was a fair whack of money like especially for kids really is so then they go on a squishy bender because they want a super squishy made entirely out of syrup. Such a thing has never been done. Never been done. Um, I love how everyone gasps in that bit, even Snake, who is yeah. holding up <laughs> the quickie mark. Um, which I um, stick a pin in this, but I have a little thing, a little sneaking suspicion. So yeah, they uh, take big sucks with a squishy and <laughs> my f- <laughs> Millhouse is on top form in this episode because then he goes, let's go crazy Broadway style. <laughs> <laughs> and they start singing Springfield, Springfield, New York's that away, man. Thanks, kid. I love that guy. <laughs> I know, he's such a gem. So there's a montage of them buying like skateboards and going to see cats for some reason and eating bubblegum and going to the rub on tattoo mm, parlor. Free goo. I also really liked, you know, when they go to see cats and Bart does the like the straw spit. And it makes the cats react, like the actors react, like they're actual cats. Yeah. I mean, that would actually make the musical interesting, to be fair. I'm a jellical cat. That's my impression of Cats the Musical. Can I, can I just say as well, the the uh, the laughing Apu in the um, montage <laughs> is really frightening. Yeah, genuinely yeah. scary. What I was going to say is, they don't get any change from their super squishy. So how did they fund this free-for-all? <gasps> was it, you think it was $20 for the squishy? Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, I know no it's wonder the such 90s, a thing has but... never been done. Twenty dollars for a squishy. <laughs> Twenty dollars is, is a squishy win? like a slush puppy? I think so. Yeah, because it's like syrup. Yeah, I had a slush puppy a couple of weeks ago, and it is the problem with slush puppy is when you're not a child, the, it gets sickeningly sweet extremely fast. Yeah, and it dyes your so tongue and your mouth sips. blue, and then your teeth go blue, and I don't know what's worth the squishy lips, teeth, and tongue, or the red wine lips, teeth, and tongue. Probably a red wine one. Why you not don't both? get a hangover from a slushie. Oh, here, a red wine squishy would be great. Yeah, you can get rosé um, slushies in, like, town. Well, there you go. I also noticed on Disney+, Plus. I don't, I think the subtitles were wrong on this one. Oh. Um, because whenever Bart, like, after the um, rub-on tattoos and stuff, whenever they're, like, chugging the squishy again, Millhouse says, don't hog all the squishy. But the subtitle said, don't bogart that squishy. <laughs> I saw that too. I thought, is Bogart like a phrase? But no, it must Yeah, just... that's what I thought as well. I was like, is Milhouse a film bro? Is he being like, <laughs> oh, you Humphrey Bogarted that, that squishy, you fucking idiot? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he does have film nerd energy, I'm not going to lie. He does seem like he would have the poster of Pulp Fiction. That's because he has Heather's ex-boyfriend energy. <laughs> That joke just got way too specific. Then Bart wakes up and wouldn't you know it, he's just signed up for the junior campers while he's been on his yeah. squishy bander. Like, Lisa goes the few, the proud, the geeky, which is a bit fucking rich coming from Lisa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The geekiest kid in the world. I know. She loves plants. And she's a horse girl. She's a horse girl, She's father. She? You've made me the happiest girl in all the land. <laughs> My favourite part of this whole bit is whenever he says, I've made my bed, now I don't weasel out of it. (laughs) And weaseling is what distinguishes us from all the other animals, except the weasel. (laughs) 
So then they go to school and it turns out Bart has to return his uniform after school. So he has to carry it around with him. And Milhouse says, you're lucky you only joined up for the scouts because I got a, a not like a dirty word shaved in the back of his head. What do you think the dirty word was? I don't think it was too serious. It's probably like I don't think so. I think it was maybe... Crap. Yeah. Oh, crap's a good one. Or hell. Hell, maybe, yeah. And do you know what? I'm with Skinner. Hair is not a right. It's a privilege. <laughs> right? Speaking of someone who... Mine is long gone. But you've got a strong beard. That's true. He doesn't have that. But I do have his tiny, you know? tiny eyes. This is... Well, this is why I'll never get laser eye surgery, you know. Unless I can also get enlarged eyes. <laughs> Laser eye enlargement. I want to look like a Pokemon character. Do you know what I mean? Not Brock. At the minute I look like Brock. But <laughs> maybe look like Ash, you know? My God. We'll do Pokemon next podcast. That could be our the next, next venture. I, I, mean, I, I watched some of it as a kid, but I haven't seen it in 20 years. So that would Neither be... Neither have I. Team Rocket's always there with Meowth. Meowth. And then Brock leaves and is replaced with some bloke and... Misty gets a uh, Tokapi. Yeah, the little egg. Oh, adorable. That'll be an enterprise. We can monetize that somehow. Or be given death threats by angry Pokemon fans because they're very serious about the, the whole Yeah, thing. I mean, they, they take it very seriously. And I'm like, look, I learned the original 150 when I was a kid. Don't add any more. You yeah, know what I mean? 150 is too many, in my opinion. Yeah. We need a cull. <laughs> we need more endangered species of Pokemon. Ooh, wow, we. You heard it here first, folks. Come at me, Peter. 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 <laughs> anyway, um, so the bullies are all like, hey, we're going to play keep away with your scouts uniform. But he doesn't want it. So then he has to pretend that he wants it to make it fun for them. Oh, no. Woe is me. <laughs> and then um, we get to the classroom where Mrs. Krabappel is influenced by our old pal Martin Prince to do a a surprise test but wouldn't you know it the scouts are exempt for some reason so they get to go and Bart's all hey I'm gonna put on my scout uniform I'm gonna get changed in front of all of my classmates we love a body confident icon (laughs) so he skips the test and uh, gets to take part in sponge bath the old folks home yeah with Ned as the is the, like the leftorium was just closed for the afternoon or something. Also, I, mean, I love yeah. that wee nervous kid. You know that like the ones like Miss Go. I am. It's like ah, who's he? The wee freak. Ah, <laughs> you little freak of nature. So he's all down for quitting, and then wouldn't you know it? He'd get a knife if he stays. But there's a catch. There's always a catch when it comes to cool knives. And that Absolutely. he has to read a pamphlet, which is called The Ten Do's and the Fifty Don'ts of Owning a Pocket Knife. I liked, you know, when he goes, wow, cool, a spork. And then it's weird. He goes, don't hurt me. He's got like all <laughs> his nose. Yeah. He's so nasal. So anyway, then he's all <laughs> grumbly because he doesn't want to read. Who wants to read? Am I right? <laughs> my my brain is one cell. <laughs> So then he's going home grumbling, being all like, knives aren't even that cool. But when you know it, a series of events happen that convince him, motherfucker, that knives are cool. Such as Mo giving Mole Man the boot out of Mo's going, when I tell you to use a coaster, I mean it. And then Mole Man goes, that's not a knife, this is a knife. Brings out this massive dagger and then goes, oh, down I go. <laughs> <laughs> The the Doctor Hebert bit is just so good. It's so when I was a kid, I quoted that endlessly. Funny. 
It's, the, it's just the ripping out and throwing away the appendix. And a blow to a stand back. <laughs> and uh, don't thank, thank you, Dr. Hibbert. Don't thank me. Thank the knife. <laughs> you know that whole thing about like, oh, I guess someone brought a knife to a gunfight. Fucking yeah, knives are cool. <laughs> So yeah, so Bart is reading his little book and then Homer comes in all, well, 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 if it isn't the captain of the Wiener Patrol. <laughs> Boning up, up, up on his little nerd, nerd lessons. lessons. So he's absolutely roasting Bart <laughs> for being in the scouts. Oh, whenever he goes, he goes like Marge tells him off and he's like, Egghead likes his bookie wook. Homer, just tucking him in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so after all of this, Bart gets his rubber training knife. And the rank of Pussy Willow. <laughs> the old PW, that's what I always say. Yeah, so Bart just keeps raising up through the ranks. He gets his badges in taxidermy and badge forgery. <laughs> Doesn't he get, he get Homer with some floor pie? Yeah, a little pitfall trap in the in the driveway. Driveway? Yes. That's the kitchen? No, that was a that was a dream. And then he actually oh, gets some of the pitfall trap, yeah. Oh, the, the I love the when he's hanging upside down. He's like, mm-hmm. he just gets more and more upset as he's. Then the dog gets the pie. The hungry dog gets the pie, as they always say. And then we get to the the big old twist in the tail. Twist being that not not none none of the Simpsons know what reverse psychology is, and they end up both going on a father son rafting trip. And they get lost at sea. Before we get there, though, there's a couple of things that I want to throw out here, right? Okay, First of all, Bart's fantasy of what it would be like is like, I'm the captain. My son is Bart. (laughs) (laughs) And then whenever the kid gets his celebrity dad and it's Ernest Borgnine, I love how, like, dated the celebrity is. Like, yeah. Uh, but the kids, for, he goes, you may remember me as Sergeant whatever in From Here to Eternity. And then the kids all cheer except Bart. <laughs> <laughs> and then the bit where Homer's still mocking Bart about, like, making crappy furniture and then the chair breaks below him. He goes, ah, stupid poetic justice. <laughs> There's so many good lines. And oh. um, the whole sugar do, 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 do thing haunts my dreams. I've been woken up many times. They try to get a raft off the sea captain. Yeah. It's like, she's a seafaring vessel. It's like, yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know what, what I'm, I'm doing. doing. Um, and whenever they're on the rapids. <laughs> there's a reason they don't call them slow pids, huh? You are not, you are my, not son. my son. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ernest Borgnine's like when they take the wrong turn he's like hey where are the sissy and the ball guy going I also love that while the other ones are lost at sea the other ones are having a complete shit show of a trip like there's the whole Julia oh, yeah. Banjo situation they get attacked by a bear at the end they all get murdered it seems by Jason Voorhees yeah are we at, the first one's is Ma isn't it Mm-hmm. And then he comes out at the end. He's like, I think the mic's cutting out to protect me. <laughs> the whole sequence in the boat is just fantastic, isn't it? Like every bit of it. 
the dying seagull water everywhere and let's all take a drink <laughs> the dying seagull you know where it's like seagulls only come out to see to die <laughs> and the dolphin um, saying you're all going to die <laughs> yeah. ominous the 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 plane as well you know where he shoots the flare gun mm-hmm blows up a plane he's like well when they come to rescue him they'll rescue us and another plane just flies underneath yeah <laughs> one of my favourite bits of the whole thing though like is it's a very specific moment in a great moment which is you know whenever Homer is like showing them how to ration and he's like just take yeah. tiny bites like so oh I mm. love his little nibbles they oh, the nibbles are class <laughs> and then he goes rah, rah, and then they pull him back and they're like no no and he falls down and then he does this wee cry that yeah. just I think it's he's like <laughs> <laughs> And also he uses all the water to clean his socks. I know, the for not for the first time. Because <laughs> he says, Can I have water to clean my socks? And Ned goes, That's Again. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> I also forgot how Homer saves them from certain death, which is he smells the smell, the sweet smelly smell of a crusty burger in the distance. And it just so happens that they've opened one on an oil rig. An unmanned oil rig. <laughs> also I love that he gives Bart a pocket knife, which he stole from Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, yeah. And then that boing, get a boing, get a boing, but doesn't blow up the raft. But it has a magnifying glass. Did you ever do that thing where you like burn things with your magnifying glass? Only, I think I tried it on like bits of paper and stuff, but I never tried it on any living thing. Well, that's good. It's good to know that you're not a child serial I killer. I saw my brother shoot a slug with a pallet gun once, though. And that was pretty cool. Do you know their intestines are purple? So wait a minute. Cool, but you're a vegetarian. Do you not think that that's inhumane? It was one slug in the 90s. You don't think it's inhumane to kill a slug? It was a slug in the 90s. Okay, so could you kill a cow in the 90s? Well, I wasn't a vegetarian in the 90s, so yeah. Oh, right, so the world, you're the, the centre of the universe then, as long as... I um, notoriously am the protagonist of my life, so yeah. That's, that's a fair <laughs> point. I'm like the supporting character. Then they get to the oil rig and he goes, Give me 700 crusty burgers! Do you want fries with that? <laughs> and yeah. And um, what I love is how immediately ready 700 burgers is. I know. But I don't think, no, that wasn't 700 in one go. I think that was just like the first 50. Oh, okay. Right. You know what I mean? Like there was definitely not 700 on that platter. Did you like the like the, the like the sweet moment where Bart tells Homer that he loves him? Yeah. It's got it all, baby. It's got the humour, the hijinks and the heart. Triple H. It's all about the game and how you play yeah. it. All about the troll and this. Hold on, wait. I've got water. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> it's all over my screen. Oh, it's really everywhere. This was a terrible idea. <laughs> how does it feel to be the heather of the operation? Awful. Wait. There's you. There's there's a bit of kitchen roll from my lunch. <laughs> it's all right. It's still good. Just a little airborne. Do you know what? Now that I haven't broken anything, it was totally worth it to be Triple H for a moment. So, I was going to ask what you would score this episode out of five. Oh, um, I think I'm going to go with... Now, obviously, as we said before, we're judging it on the metric of classic Simpsons episodes, not on yes. the episodes that we watch week to week. I'm going to give it a four and a half. Ooh. What's that half star been taken off for? Um, I don't think... I. That my only minor, minor criticism is I wanted more of them lost at sea. Okay. That's a very minor criticism because literally my criticism is that that part of it was so good that I wanted more of it. But do you not think maybe if it was a bit longer, you would have been like, that's too long? Because what else could they really have done? You know? Hmm. 
Also, I mean, I like Springfield, Springfield, but I wouldn't say it's up in the top pantheon of great Simpsons songs. No, no, it's 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 so mostly. Filler, I feel like if they had a really killer. great tune, this would have been a perfect episode. Yeah. I kind of wish it's, it's got a lot of jokes and it's very memeable. Yeah, it is. I kind of wish that they'd maybe in the I guess in the same vein as your little I want more water. I kind of wish they'd maybe shown a bit more about what happens to the other campers. Hard to get away from that bear. Or like them meeting at the end or something and been like, "What the fuck happened to you guys?" <laughs> While Homer's eating the last of his seven hundred crusty burgers. So yeah, I would yeah. probably. So what, I was gonna. What, give this a four and a half as well but yeah i'll give it four and a half as well i was going to give it 4.75 but we know that decimal points are have no place in this that's nine out of ten that's pretty damn good yeah that might be the best episode we've watched so far would you say i think so like how does it compare now you picked 22 short films about springfield how would you compare those two see that's a hard one this is really hard i, I would say they're on par for me but i think okay. i do like 22 short short mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say they're on par because every time I try to start Oh, this is like Sophie's Choice for Heather Yeah, every time I try to start like, oh, well, this one's better, but what is it? I think um, there's better songs and I like the little intro songs and stuff. I think it's like one full story. Boy Scouts in the Hood's obviously better, but then I, whenever I'm saying that, that's literally like, it's because it's a solid episode. The other one's like minis, so that's a stupid thing to say. I don't know what I'm talking about. Take the mic, Alan. Take the mic! (laughs) So yeah, this has been Season 5, Episode 8, Boy Scouts in the Hood. If you want to get in contact with us for some reason, we have an email. Stupidsexypod, gmail.com. What else do we have, Alan? Socials. Think of socials. We've got Instagram, Stupid Sexy Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Twitter, Stupid Sexy Pod. You can send it. We put up clips from there. Uh, little, maybe sometimes little outtakes, little videos from the show, little sound waves, lots of fun stuff. Yeah, and if you like it, us, the pod, the Simpsons, some would say, uh, you can pay us $5,000 because I saw an advert yesterday that said people are getting paid money to watch all the Simpsons and I don't want to be doing this for free much longer. Yeah, rate us. Give us a wee rate on iTunes, wherever you listen to your little potty wads and... Uh, Tell your friends. That'd have been real nice. Very exciting. Also very exciting is the two, yes, count them, two episodes we've got coming out next week. Heather, do you want to tell the listeners? Season 15, episode one. But do you know what's even scarier than the fact we've gone through a season already? We're doing Treehouse of Horror Best Episodes. Woo, for Halloween. For all Halloweenies. Yeah. And then we'll be back to one episode a week because we're not lunatics. Although maybe we will be driven mad by the the spookiness. Um, also, I mean, halfway through season 15, we'll be doing another classic episode. Now, don't tell me what it is, but do you have one in mind? Because it'll be your pick. Yeah. Great. That's exciting. This has been the Stupid Sexy Podcast. I have been Heather Anderson. I'm sort of looking... I want to say a mixture of pride and d- disappointed in my performance during this hosting special is Alan Irwin. Yes, it is. Thanks very much. This has been a delight, but let's never do it again. (laughs) Take the reins!